the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Another beautiful day throughout Central Florida. Another day, beautiful day in Apopkin. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. I'm Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live with Joe Ferraro from Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, right out here on Highway 441, also known as 256 East Main Street. Joe, it's another beautiful day. This is like uh, our spring. And, of course, as you know, as you've come to know, Porky's is the official place to get your weekend started off right. So come on up and join us for lunch, either during the show or after the show. encourage you to get here early because there will be a lot of other Blue Darters and Apopkins and Central Floridians doing exactly the same thing. Especially with this weather, Roger, you know they're going to come out. Look forward to seeing you. Well, you know, we're into uh, solidly into the regular season now. I'm in the spring season of sports at Apopka High School and, and high schools throughout Florida. And once again, a lot of exciting stories happening with Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics. A lot of positive things taking place. We'll try to cover some of those today. Now, there's so many, we don't always get to all of them, but we're going to do our best to highlight as many as we can. First of all, Headlines in the Apopka Chief and Planner of the Apopka Chief sports page. Blue Darters take command of district with a crucial two to one victory over Olympia. We salute the Blue Darter baseball. Absolutely. That's Continuing huge, too. Continuing to play great. Absolutely. As we've talked about you know, numerous times, one of the top high school baseball districts, not just in Florida, I would say you know, certainly the toughest in, in Florida and one of the toughest, if not the toughest, in the country. Right now we're t- leading the pack. Hopefully we can close it out that way and we'll wind up with a with a bye when we go to the all-important district tournament. want to salute Caleb Stallings, who had a complete game, four-hit victory over Olympian, that two-to-one victory. Also, I knew it had to be sweet for Coach McDaniel, because he's a former assistant coach over at Olympia. Also, Blue Darter softball continues to do well at, at the, according to the today's Apopka Chief, the Blue Darter softball program is 18-3 and three now, having one of their best seasons ever under the direction of Coach Mike McQuithy. Also, it was signing day at Apopka High School yesterday. We want to talk a little bit about that. Bowling team officially received their fifth consecutive state championship trophies. Uh, at Apopka High School. We'll talk about that. But also one of the big stories, or maybe the biggest story in Apopka sports this week is Coach Matt Hoovers, who bagged his 200th career win as Apopka High's flag football coach. And we're pleased to be joined on the phone by Coach Matt Hoovers right now. Hello, Coach. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Roger. Thanks for having me. 
first of all, congratulations. I know you've done, a, as we've talked about, done a great job here with our with our flag football program. And now you were, you had a, a milestone victory. You you credited with your you picked up your 200th victory as a Popka flag football coach, and we salute you. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, it, it's just, I, I tell you, it, it's uh, it's been a long time. You know, this is my 17th season, um, but we've done real well over the years. And uh, to get that number, it's it's just it's a little surreal to tell you the truth. Uh, and it did kind of hit me this week. It took a while because we were in Tallahassee, and our game uh, and the tournament had been called because of inclement weather. And so we were waiting on an official decision of whether the game counted as a game. Uh, and so then I got a text the other day from the tournament director saying that the FHSA and the coach from the high school had ruled it an official contest, and we had won it. So uh, it, it was really, really nice. Well, why don't you, I'm sure I know it was a sweet victory. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, um, we went up to Tallahassee to play in the uh, Capital City Classic, and we were in the Silver Division, and we uh, were down 13 nothing in our first game, won that, uh, came back and won that one, 20-13, did a good job. We battled out in the second game, uh, lost a heartbreaker in overtime, 13-12, but again, uh, proud of our girls' effort. And then in the uh, third game, uh, the rain started coming, but we, we played pretty well, got a touchdown from Allie Haig to Aaron Chow, and then uh, one of our defensive backs, Katrina Taylor, right before the half, uh, stepped in front of the pass, Returning for a touchdown, we were up thirteen to zero, uh, and right before the half is when the weather alarm went off and they evacuated the fields and they said we we're under tornado warning and lightning warning. So, uh, and with all these weather moving in, well, that was a last weekend storm. That that was the end of the game. So, it was uh, it was just strange at the time because you're waiting to see is this a win or do we have to finish it or will we not finish it? And uh, but then you know when that text came the other day, uh, it, it, it kind of hit me. I, I have to tell you, I got a little emotional. You know, uh, long time and a lot of great players uh, have come through, a lot of great kids, a lot of great parents. Um, so uh, it was just a, a real special moment. Thanks for sharing with us about it on Blue Darter Sports Central. Yeah, every win, every victory is important. And now you've got 200 on your belt. And that includes also includes your resume a state championship at Apopka as head, as the coach of the flag football team. Now, Coach, is, according to this, the Apopka Chief this morning, your season record right now is 6-3. and three. Just tell us a little bit about the season well, we're having. I'll tell you, you know, we, we've dropped two since that was published, so now we're 6-5. and five. Uh, We had a crazy game last night where uh, we uh, held, a, held the team sco- uh, from scoring, and we had the ball deep, uh, back, our backs against the wall in the end zone, and our uh, – quarterback went to try to run in the end zone and she got a little bit not nervous but I think she's trying to ready to make her move and the snap came and she dropped it in the end zone and that was a safety and we didn't end up scoring so we lost a crazy one two to zero that's never happened here and, and um, who was that who, who was your uh, opponent uh, the opponent was Spruce Creek. So we dropped that to Spruce Creek, which makes us the third seed in the district tournament coming up here a couple of weeks, which we're actually hosting. We're real, real happy about that. Hosting it on the field named after your dad. Uh, so we're all always excited to play at home. And we've only had uh, three home games this year. So we're real happy that we get to uh, host the district contest um, here at Apopka. Um, and so uh, we're, we're third in the district, and we're just uh, – this is a very, very inexperienced group this year. We have a couple players from last year uh, who gave us a lot of time, Allie Haig and Ann McFarley. But other than that, it's a lot of girls new to the game. It's a lot of girls that just moved up from the JV. And so uh, we haven't been quite as powerful uh, on offense this year. Our defense has been very, very, very good. Um, you know, they held uh, – Wakaiva, uh, Wakaiva's had a good year. We held Wakaiva to two scores the other night. Um, we held Spruce Creek to no scores last night 
and and yet we dropped that game. So you know we're still trying to carve out and get, get the rhythm of the offense going, and we have a couple weeks here before the district tournament. So or I should say about a week and a half. So we're going to need to put that together. Uh, if we hope to uh, to advance in the playoffs, but I, I do believe in this team. It's a great team with great character, uh, great kids. You know, we've got the, the valedictorian. We've got three members of the top ten, including one of those going to your favorite school, the University of Florida, um, and we've got the SGA president, Marley, uh, Molly, Dar- I'm sorry, Gracie Darlington, uh, Coach Darlington's daughter. And so it's it's just a group of high character kids. They're great as a team, and we just have to get our play to match our character. Thanks for great insights into this year's flag football team at Apopka High School. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. We're getting our weekend started off just right. We encourage you to come up here and do the same thing. Right now we're speaking with Coach Matt Hooveris, the head football coach of Apopka Blue Daughter Flag Football. Coach Hooveris just won his 200th game career victory as flag football coach at Apopka recently and we're celebrating that and talking about that now coach one milestone that's not as as good as the 200 victory was we did lose to Weekiva if I'm not mistaken for the first time in program history can you just talk about you know the, the program over there and 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 the the series I guess rivalry with with with, with Weekiva I mean I don't, I don't know if you can see it you know if I, if we played maybe twice a year since their inception uh 22 and one that 22 victories versus one loss that's not really a rivalry um you know proximity to the closest <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank, but, thanks for setting the record straight there <laughs> Yeah, the, the only rival we have we have in Central Florida is with Dr. Phillips. Uh, you know, we're about even with them, wins versus wins, uh, as far as getting to the state uh, state series, as far as state championships. So uh, the, our only rival in uh, Central Florida is Dr. Phillips. Now, how many regular season games do we have before you head into district tournament play? We have one more game uh, tonight here at uh, – Edgewater High School for the varsity, and then uh, we're off next week, and the week after that will be the uh, district tournament uh, here. Now, Coach Hooveris, as you you wind down the regular season and you prepare to go into the postseason, obviously your 17 years of experience, you're very experienced in preparing your team for postseason, which, as I said before, includes a state championship, uh, many deep runs into the playoffs. Um, and appearances in, in the state playoff in the state tournament. What are some of the things you do now to, to get your team prepared for postseason? You know, we we really just need some repetitions. This is we're, we're I'm actually excited. At first, I looked and thought thought eleven days between games is a long time, but then um, the chance for us to get in and practice our offense and get some rhythm going and kind of go over and repeat, repeat, repeat. Like I said, our defense has been on point all year, um, but just a chance to get a, over a week of practice in where we're going through all the different options on the offense and and building our confidence in each other uh, is a good thing. So uh, we're we're excited about hosting the district tournament and we like our chances you know we're not uh we're not scared to play anybody we we we, there's just a couple schools that do this in the area and again dr phillips is the other one um you know we do travel to tallahassee to try to play the best competition Uh, we've brought in teams that have won state championships from other areas before you know we don't sit around and just try to beat up on a team that's down the street or we stay within our district we really go out there and try to challenge ourselves um, and, and it, it just helps the program. Um, and again, this year's group, while the record isn't as stellar as other years, um, they've done a very, very good job working hard.
hard, staying with each other, believing in each other. And uh, I like our chances in the postseason. Um, you know, I, I, we believe in ourselves and we believe in each other. So, you know, if, if everyone else out there doesn't think that our record is good enough or, you know, if we're, we're only the third seed in the district, that's fine. Uh, they can underestimate us at their own peril um, because we know what we're capable of doing. Coach Matt Hoover, thanks for sharing your insights. Of course, we're looking forward to seeing you guys get into that district tournament. And, of course, it's great that it's going to be here right here at home on the campus of Apopka High School at Roger Williams Field. Now, Coach, who are the top two seeds? We're just, we come in seated third. Who are the top uh, Wakaiba, two seeds? Wakaiba ends up being the one seed. And because of the loss last night, I believe Spruce Creek is the third seed. I'm sorry, the second seed. And that would put us at the third. Now, if you could, in a kind of ask you to put your your analyst hat on here for a second you know i realize every single opponent is is you know potentially can win and you know we never want to take anybody for granted but but who are some of the teams around central florida that some of the the better programs the elite programs that you expect to maybe see down the road in postseason well, if you know, if we would get out of here and, and have to probably play someone north in the Jacksonville area, um, we should be okay. But as far as teams that could, we could have seen down the road from Central Florida. Again, Dr. Phillips, uh, they've only lost one. Uh, they beat a strong Godby team, and they're playing well. Uh, and they've got a great coach. Um, St. Cloud High School um, is not a traditional power by any means, but uh, they got a new coaching staff about four years ago who decided they were going to put in the time and actually build a program. And uh, they did very well a couple years ago, and they've got another good team right now and right now they're sitting at 11 11 and 0 on their season nice. so there's somebody that maybe down the road we would uh, have to play so um but in our division we would look at uh, st cloud and dr phillips as being uh the teams to be and uh Wakaiva, uh would be uh you know that's a district team so you have to think about them outside the district um but they have a uh, they have a strong team this year as well Matt Hoover, thank you for your insights and your overview of not only Apopka Blue Daughter flag football, but also flag, flag football throughout the state of Florida. Now, Coach, can for those who in our uh, waiting moments here, and um, can you uh, will you be able to join us for another segment, or, or is this going to? Uh, you need to uh, we're going to cut, cut in. I should. I mean, how long is that segment going to go? If, you, if, you, if we might have to cut it a little bit short, but I but I can I can add eleven thirty or till eleven thirty. Till about eleven thirty, or or you can just you know, stay with us until you have to go. Of course, I can. I can stay with you until I have to go. That's fine. Uh, okay. Well, that's great. Well, listen. Uh, before we go, we still have about three three minutes on on this segment. Um, okay. For those who are not as familiar with flag football, you know, especially as opposed to you know, boys football, if you will, yes, for lack of a better term, uh, what are some of the nuances of the game? And it, describe the game a little bit for us. Sure. Uh, well, the field is 100 yards long, and that includes the 10-yard end zone. So it's not 120 total like the boys. It's 100 total with 80 yards of field and two 10-yard end zones. So you get a first down every 20 yards. You know, you're not shooting for 10 yards. You have to get 20 yards. So the same as football, you got four downs to get that 20 yards. Um, strategically, you have to be a passing team to be one of the better teams. Um, a lot of People maybe have seen flag football in a co-rec league or maybe when they were in college playing in the intramurals and maybe there was a team that, that ran. Well, we're seven-on-seven, seven, not four-on-four, four, so that uh, limits the success of running plays. Um, so the teams that can pass well uh, tend to do much better. 
Um, the game has advanced a lot to where you can't just out-athlete people. You really have to have scheme. You have to have precise route running. You have to have misdirection. You have to throw the ball one way and then immediately hand off another way to, so you get people's head on that swivel. And that now you're moving off just like you know a, a reverse in boys football or something. So you know, I tell people it's almost like basketball on grass. You know, it moves real, real quickly. The games are fast-paced and fun. The ball's up in the air. You see people catching and running and interceptions and stuff. So it's kind of like all the great stuff about football, but without the hitting. You know, it's a non-contact sport. Uh, and so uh, uh, between the – it's almost like basketball. It's like a fast break on grass. It's kind of a combination of basketball and football. Um, and, and it's just a real fun game. I'm a, even our girls that go on to play college soccer, college basketball, they, they come back and they tell us, if I could have played like football in college, I would have. Great insights from Coach Matt Hoover is talking about the game of flag football at the high school level and specifically his program, Popka Blue Darter Flag Football. Of course, as you've heard, Coach Hoover notched his 200th win as a Popka High's flag football coach. Now, as you've also heard, Coach Hoover is in his 17th season. And when we come back from break here in a moment, we'd like to talk to Coach Hoover about getting the program, building the program at Apopka, and maybe some of his um, good memories from over the years uh, as Blue Darter flag football coach. Before we go to break, I want to once again remind you that we, Joe Ferraro and I, are here at Porky's. We're on the front porch. We're going to have great lunch after the show. We invite you to come up and be here as well. Get your weekend started off right. Porky's original barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka is the official place to start your weekend in Central Florida. And I also want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central, all the programs you hear on 1520 WBCW are presented and supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Florida Door Solutions services all types and brands of garage doors, and they have residential and commercial division as well. In fact, some of their commercial clients are the elite businesses in Central Florida. Find out more at FLADoor.com or give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you. I'm here with Joe Ferraro. We're on the front porch at Porky's. Coach Matt Hooveris, flag football coach for the Apopka Blue Darters, is joining us on the phone. Of course, Coach Hooveris bagged his 200th victory in his 17 years as Apopka Blue Darter flag football coach. We're celebrating that. And we are talking to Coach Hooveris about the program in general, also about the upcoming district tournament, which is coming up in a little over a week and which will be hosted by Apopka High School and Coach Hooveris, his team. Before we go back to Coach Matt Hooveris, I want to also salute Apopka Rotary for 90 years. Apopka um, Rotary is really one of the foundational, truly institutional um, in- institutions in the, in the town of Apopka. In fact, they uh, go they are much, much more than just a, a service club, and they're a, a phenomenal service club, but the impact of a Popka Rotary on our community has been just, uh, it, it's impossible to overestimate over the, over the past years, 90 years now. You know, the, the Apopka chief put a great supplement in the newspaper specifically for the Rotary, and it literally is a who's who of Apopka. 
and also want to thank, uh, of course, Pete Paquette, our operations manager, for that outstanding promo that, that you just heard. That was very nice. That we're running on 1520 WBCW to support uh, and, and, and commemorate this outstanding uh, milestone for Apopka Rotary uh, 90th anniversary. Now let's go back to Coach Matt Hooveris. And, Coach, you know, we, I, I personally, and, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm an, um, I'll have to admit I'm a, a rank uh, um, sentimentalist, but, you know, to me it, it's great to look back. I, I think this is a great opportunity to look back on the, your 17 years as head coach of the flag football program. Popka, take us back to what it was like. And if I'm not mistaken, you're the one that started the program. Is that correct? Yeah, we, well, you know, we uh, we played a uh, about six games a year at a club level uh, within Orange County before it became a big varsity sport. Uh, and I, when it became a varsity sport, well, well, I, I put in for it. Okay. okay, I'm glad you put that on the record because uh, Coach John Hauser might be listening, and he's good. As you know, he has a very high standard here for uh, you know for achievements and hardware. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, so yeah, so we, we, inside we, joke there. we, we were at the club level, so then we ju- jumped it up to a varsity sport. And I took over there in 2001, 2002. It was still only inner county, uh, and we went 11 and 0 that year. The next year, FHSA recognized it as a sport, um, and so we, uh, had a uh, full season. We made it to this quarterfinals. We're defeated by Fort Lauderdale, who won the state championship. In 2004, we got to go back and, uh, play them, and, uh, in the state championship, actually, the state champ- we lost them in the quarterfinal previous year. We saw them in the state championship the next following year, and uh, it was twenty-seven to zero before we uh, before we uh, put the bench players in. Uh, we just jumped right on them. They, they were, there was just absolutely no stopping us, um, and we were just led by some great players uh, back then. Um, Ophelia McMath, who was state player of the year at the time, Daisha Wallace, who was probably the second best player in Florida at that time. Uh, Candace Mixon, who's now a teacher in Orange County, you know, got to work here with her at a pop guy high school here. Great, great girl, great center. Um, Ashara Mills is another educator. Carmen Jones is now a pharmacist. I mean, we just we produced some really, really uh, great players and great people. Uh, we made it back to state in 2007, 2008 under Brittany Hardy, who's now the girls basketball coach and our assistant flag football coach. And uh, uh, fell sh- a little short there, but you know, Brittany Hardy was just a, such a winner. She took a basketball team to the Final Four. She took two two flag football teams to the state championship series. And I, and I had to recognize my longtime assistant, Doug Matthews, who just retired as soccer coach. He served as our offensive coordinator for years. And, of course, Eddie Jenkins, who hired me here at Apopka as an assistant basketball coach. He's why I'm here. And then he agreed to join me on, on reverse roles. He would be my assistant in flag football. And so uh, Coach Jenkins has been here for all 200 wins and a lot of these wins are directly attributable to him you know he'll make a call he'll make a change and it, it makes a huge difference so without coach jenkins we wouldn't be half the program that we are uh, and one thing i learned from coach jenkins when he started was um do everything first class you know make make your uniforms look as good as they can be you know uh, give your kids opportunities make it special for them and so we try to bring that whole idea of flag football. We didn't want to just treat it as a springtime, small sport. You know, it's a growing sport, but it's still one of the younger sports out there. And so uh, we've tried to make everything get down to, you know, we want our socks to be cooler than everybody else's socks. And that's a true story. Uh, we've got the uh, Popka Bird, you know, the famous A on our socks. Um, and we we try to get new uniforms every couple of years so we stay looking good because, you know, we, we want the girls to take pride in the program. And they do. 
So it's been a great year. I tell you, our hundredth win was real funny. We were playing at Edgewater High School, and uh, it was tied game, and about seven seconds left, and we had called timeout. I said, "We got to get ready for overtime." And Jenkins looked at me and said, "Who? We're a Paca. We only need one play to score." And uh, the next play, our quarterback ran right. She fired the ball to the left, right by our sideline, and our girl just tight rope down the sideline and into the end zone. And we won the game on the, in the last second. That was our hundredth win. So, a lot of special times there. We've been to Tallahassee. We've been to Fort Lauderdale, Tampa. Uh, we played in the Super Bowl experience, and our girls got to throw with Jeff Garcia, who was the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the time. Um, we, we've just done a whole lot of things uh, over the years, and we felt like we've done things the right way. Thank you, and we salute you. And uh, a lot of great uh, history of a Popka Blue Daughter flag football we've just heard from Coach Matt Hooveris. Th- yeah, love to hear those historical accounts and the, those milestones uh, over the course of your career. We're joined now in person also by Brian King, founder of the Orlando Baseball Academy. And uh, hey, hey. Brian, did you have a, a question or comment for Coach Hooveris? First of all, Matt, congratulations. 200 wins and anything is uh, awesome. And um, <clears throat> To have been around and watched uh, so many of them, uh, it's been a lot of fun watching you guys, and that's a that's an unbelievable accomplishment. Congratulations, Matt. Thank, thanks, Brian. You know, without Brian's dad, uh, Phil King, who first hired me when, when Coach Jenkins said, "Hey, we need coaches," and I had, I had met him in the summertime. Then I had an interview with Brian's dad, uh, the late. And when I say great, I, I couldn't emphasize enough. The great Phil King uh, hired me, uh, and it was really nice for him to take a chance on me. Um, and, and, you know, since then, uh, I'm all Apaka all the time. And uh, it's just been a real, real blessing to work here for 23 years and to coach the Slack football team for 17 years and to work for people like uh, for people like John Edwards, like Doug Guthrie, uh, like, like Phil King. I mean, I, I've just been blessed to work with some great, great people. And, you know, Coach, I was just thinking – as uh, you were talking and you know, given this wonderful historical account, you know, given this wonderful historical account of a Popka Blue Darter flag football and under your direction, is you know, uh, and was the way you, know, and you were very generous in you know, praising other people, but I think that's a great point in that you know it it, it takes. Yeah, I'm a huge believer in teamwork, as you know, and you know it, yeah. it takes the skills. And the, the contributions of, of, of a number of people in order to build a great program, which you've done. And I you know, appreciate you for acknowledging that. And I think that's a, just a great lesson. And you know, it's another thing that I always say is, you know, really what you if you really want to be a consistent winner, you need to do more than coach a team. You need to build a program. And that's what, what you've done. And, there've been, and thank you for acknowledging the people that have helped you along the way in doing that. Well, again, it's been my pleasure. I've just been so blessed to work with, again, so many great people and work in such a great community. Uh, we, we get great support, you know, um, much better than other places. I mean, even the other day we played the away game, we had more people in the stands than the home team did. And, you know, flag football is still a smaller sport. It's not like, you know, we're getting 5,000 people out there at night, but it's nice to look up into an away stand and realize that your, your kids, your fans, your parents are, are putting showing you the love um, more so than the other teams. Uh, and I think that's because, number one, Apopka is a community place. It's a community school. Uh, the school is part of the city. Um, and then uh, I also think it's because we, we have done things the right way and we do make it something special for these kids. 
Now, Coach, we're up about 11.30. Do you need to go, or can you stay with us? Yeah, I'm going to have to run and give a quiz to these children. They, they okay. can't wait to take this cool quiz in our art yeah. class. They're I, the I think it would be okay for, for them if, if you want to stick, <laughs> stick with us for a while. <laughs> but, you know, Coach, you were, you were talking about, you know, there's a lot of great history, but there's a lot of history that has yet to be made, and that's what's coming. A lot of good history. So. We, we, we've got a really good, you know, our JV's undefeated. Uh We've got two more games with them, but really some good young talent. We've got a lot of young players playing up on the varsity this year. Uh, we've got uh, two freshmen starting on varsity right now. So uh, the future's bright. We're real excited about the future. Like I said, our group in 2018 is an amazing bunch of young ladies who represent the school real well. Uh, they care very much about the program and about how we do. And uh, even though they haven't won as many games as they would have liked yet, um, I think they've got enough heart to actually make a run in, in the districts and the playoffs. And uh, we believe in them, and they believe enough and so uh we're going to keep trying to trying to you know we'll try to head for 300 now you know that, that's the plan great point of course that second state championship is still out there and uh, a great point by joe yeah. and of course district tournament is right around the corner and who, who knows what's going to happen there so uh, right. anyway c- congratulations coach we appreciate the job that you do uh, not only as head coach of a popular order flag football but the contributions you make to to the community and your girls make to the community coach matt hoover's well, boy, that, that was awesome. It's it's great to um, you know, just to talk about that kind of success story. Hey, two hundred wins—that's not easy to pull off. No, it's not. In in any sport, in any realm, um, again, what what's hard for people to understand is it's it's it can be easy to be good one time. Uh, what is really tough is to be good all the time because. Uh, what people don't take into account is, man, when you're good on a regular basis, you're getting everybody's best shot. It's the World Series. It's the Super Bowl. It's the finals uh, for everybody that plays against you. And to, to win that many games tells you that you're doing it consistently because you're getting everybody's best shot every night. It's a great point. You know, the girls at this point have a target on their back because of the success they've achieved. And you know, and the same goes for a number of other sports at Apopka as well. And now before we go to break, and we look forward to being joined by Athletic Director Russell Wombles on the phone when we come back. Of course, we'll continue to be joined by Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy here at Porky's. I want to uh, just acknowledge once again the bowling team, of course, another phenomenal story. And this is a, a nationally significant story, is the success of Apopka Blue Rider Bowling. They've captured their fifth consecutive state championship which of course is is unheard of in the state of florida and you know the point we want to make there we commend the young men uh, on the on the the team and the great point there is you know starting five years ago we had a great bowling culture and there were a group of guys that came in uh P.D. Virgos was one of them, the, the Thornton twins, you know, Gage Stelling, you know, guys I'm not mentioning, uh, uh, but and and that group of guys carried us through for four years through P.D. Virgos' senior year. Now he's performing very well in college, but this last state championship was captured by guys that were brand new to the program uh, over the course of those years. So it was a completely different and new cast of characters that brought home this fifth state championship, and I think that's just a, a story within itself. Oh, absolutely! You know what? It was it was pretty cool. Um, Wednesday, I attended the uh, third uh, collegiate signing uh, session that uh, Coach Wombles put on at the high school, and there were thirteen kids that signed. Two of them were bowlers, um, but 
but to have that many sign in the third signing, I'm going to assume that puts the Popka High School up over 30 to 35, maybe even 40 kids committing to college in all sports. Uh, that, that's a pretty, uh, pretty really impressive accomplishment. Always gratifying to see. And here as we close out and go to break, I do want to mention the players that were noted in the Apopka Chief. And there's a great story in this week's Apopka Chief about Blue Darter Bowling and a great picture. But uh, as as uh, identified by Apopka Chief, of course, Coach Doug Campbell, Coach Bud Endicott, who's been instrumental to building the program as an assistant and volunteer coach, Andrew Gajewski, Brian Reeves, Ben Bailey, Keith Horton, Gage Stelling, Diego Police, Josh Kennedy, Coach Eddie Jenkins, who's been instrumental, and of course, uh, we acknowledge Athletic Director Russell Wombles and Principal Matt Arnold. Popka Blue Darter Boys Bowling, we salute you on five years state champions in the state of Florida. Well, guys, we're going to go to break right now. When we come back, we look forward to continuing to be joined by Brian King and also be joined by Athletic Director Russell Wombles. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central coming to you live from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're getting our weekend started off just right. We're here at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka on the front porch. We invite you to come on up and join us. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're joined here at Porky's by Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy. Of course, Joe Ferraro is with us. In a moment, we'll be joined by Blue Darter Athletic Director Russell Wombles. Right now, before we go to Russell, I want to give us another shout out and a salute to another young man who just completed an outstanding athletic career. Now, he's not an Apopka Blue Darter, but his father, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, is a huge supporter of our station and our program and of many different aspects of the Apopka community. Uh, and, of course, I want to salute Christian St. Germain for signing scholarship to play basketball at Wheaton College in Wheaton, Illinois outstanding institution academically and athletically and i know uh, christian was recruited by a number of schools he made the the choice to go to wheaton play basketball there and we salute him for his outstanding career at orangewood christian academy that is great scored over a thousand points at orangewood yeah he's a member of a very elite club over there at orangewood which includes uh one of the other members of that very tiny fraternity was daniel park who of course was an all-american at rollins yep. and uh actually um a record-setting All-American and actually played in the NBA for our friend uh, Chris Bateman back back in the day there over at Orangewood. Now let's go to Russell Wombles, Blue Darter Athletic Director. Hello, Russell. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Roger. How are you? Doing great. You know, Brian King is here with us. Joe Ferraro is here with us. You know, it's just looking over the Apopka Chief today, it's just it's been another uh, wonderful period and another wonderful week for Apopka Blue Darter Athletics. I'll just kind of let you, uh, you know, talk about, from your perspective, some of the, the highlights and priorities that you would like to talk about. Well, uh, good week in general. Uh, you know, a lot of wins out there for the for the teams, and uh, also, uh, you know, the biggest, uh, you know, couple things going on was our signing day the other day. We had 13 athletes from eight sports signed. Our third one of the year brings us up to approximately 40 for the year. Uh, signed to play at the next level. Uh, probably about, I think about 11 different sports, so that's really cool. Very diverse. Also, um, 
Coach Hoover's, Matt Hoover's, picked up his 200th win, which is uh, every win in the history of the program. He was the guy that started it, and, and uh, Popka High School is officially the uh, winningest uh, flag football program in the in uh, state history with those 200. So uh, just just a lot of really, really good things going on. Our girls lacrosse team uh, won last night, and they're finished with a record of 11-5 and five for the regular season going into the playoffs, and that's two years removed from having uh, not won a game for two years in a row. So uh, that's a pretty big deal. And the school record prior to uh, this year was seven wins, and they're already at 11 with a with a really young squad. So uh, just a lot of lot of really cool things going on at Popka High School. And, of course, uh, Savannah DeClue was one of those 13 that signed, and she's going to play uh, lacrosse, uh, lacrosse at Newbury, Newbury. College yep. in South Carolina. Run it down. And – Russ, now, of course, at the headlines of the, of course, Popka Blue Water baseball and softball both have an outstanding years. In fact, the headlines of this week's Popka Chief talk about, uh, documented that wonderful victory, two to one victory over Olympia, uh, uh, a district victory. Can you uh, just talk about the Olympia game specifically and, and, and a little bit more about the, this season for Blue Water baseball? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they've, they've lost a couple of really tough games, lost a game, uh, lost a couple that they had leads in early in the year to Brantley that uh, uh, they had a really good chance to win, lost uh, a game that they had, I think, a 3 nothing lead up in Pensacola against uh, uh, one of the top teams in Oklahoma, defending state champions from there. But uh, I think we're now 14-5 and after last night's uh, win versus Windermere. We beat Windermere last night 7 nothing at home. And... Uh, so uh, we we swept Olympia last week in the district. So with that moves us, I believe it is uh, five and one. Uh, yeah, I believe that's right, five and one. And then we have a doubleheader today with McIva, and that will finish up our district season. So if we can come out of that with a doubleheader win, hopefully, uh, you know, we would finish as the number one seed going into the district. Um, the Olympia game itself. The first night, we we kind of we, we kind of waxed them pretty good over at our place last Tuesday. I think the final wound up being ten four or something like that. But uh, I think we were up about nine nothing at one time, and, and uh, you know, kind of kind of got a little loose at the end. I'm sure Coach Mack wasn't real pleased about about that. But anyway, they came back the uh, on Friday and went over to Olympia and trailed basically the entire game one nothing. Olympia had a good kid on the mound and. Uh, so it was kind of hard to piece stuff together. We had scoring opportunities every inning, but couldn't get that big hit. And then finally, uh, you know, we hit a double and tied it up. And then, uh, and then, and then shades of shades of Sunny Wise and in uh, our days, of Brian King and I's days of playing in Apopka, we actually won the game in the uh, seventh inning with a uh, using a first and third situation. We used to we won a lot of those games back in the days, Brian will tell you, like that. A lot of games, Russell. A lot of games. No, it's great to see Blue Water Baseball doing well under first-year coach, Coach Mike McDaniel. And, Russell, where, what time does the games start, the doubleheader start with Weekhive, and where are those games? Right. They're both at our place. We were scheduled to play at Weekhive on Tuesday, and, I mean, the rain has battered people. Uh, we had to I – mean, our field drinks well, and we could not have played Tuesday or Wednesday. So, uh, so yeah, uh, so they, they agreed to uh, – it's just, you know, it's – Getting so late in the year, finding makeup dates are hard. That's a required game, so they agreed to go ahead and just play a doubleheader at our place. They don't have, uh, they don't have. Uh, hold on one second, please. They don't have um, uh, lights, lights, so you know we couldn't play there. So that's the problem. So 
the doubleheader and it starts at 4.30, then we'll have uh, twenty about 20 minutes after that. It's great. We encourage everybody to get out to Jay Barnes Field tonight and watch the Blue Darters in a big doubleheader versus Wekaiba, and uh, which will have district seating implications. And, of course, want to remind everybody that – a pop, we will be hosting the district tournament, which is going to be huge, and we're really looking forward to that as well. And now, Russell, in our remaining, we've got about four to five minutes in this segment, we'd like to have you talk about the softball program and the success they're having this year. Well, softball program, uh, we're ranked number two in the state. I mean, we have dropped a couple of tough ones here lately. We actually figured on the 10 last night over in Fort Orange, Spruce Creek. We played some really, really good teams. Uh, lately, but you know, yeah, that's that, that's what you have to do to get prepared for, uh, you know, get prepared for the postseason. Uh, but yeah, having a great year there. Uh, I think we now have four losses, but uh, you know, as of as of now, we were I think first in Central, ranked number one in Central Florida and, and second in the state. But uh, you know, I don't know where that's going to fall next week. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, we. Like I said, we lost an extra innings the other night to Haggerty, a game that was a winnable game. Lost last night, one nothing to Spruce Creek. We got a couple of injuries, so uh, hopefully we can get everybody healthy going into the uh, district tournament. And then, uh, you know, these uh, these tough losses. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of adversity. You know, uh, you don't you don't want your initial adversity to be in the playoffs. You want to have faced it before and figured it out and worked through it. So. I don't know that it's necessarily a never want to lose, but I don't know if it's the worst thing in the world either. That's a great point. You don't want to roll into postseason overconfident either, which sometimes could happen as well, you know, um, with the we're pretty record going into there. And, you know, Russell, can you also talk about the, the boys and girls track program? Because I know, uh, you know Coach Coolio does a great job with that, and, and that's an important program for you as well. Well, Coach uh, Coach Fowler is uh, he's awesome. I've I've had some really good track programs at different places. We won a state championship with Dr. Phillips when I was there, and had some great coaches there. But uh, I tell you what, Coach Fowler's as good as there is, and I'm you know he just he's a great leader of uh, young people, and and just really really gets the best out of them. Again, there we've had some injuries. Uh, you know, we had a young man that couldn't run the other day in the Metro meeting, and uh, we wound up finishing second, and and uh, we. You know, we probably win it fairly easily with him. So, I mean, it really literally cost us 20-plus points. But, uh, that you know, that's just the way it is. And uh, the boys, will, they'll be very uh, competitive as we get into uh, district, which is Tuesday. And the girls will be, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, they're solid. So, you know, we're going to do we're going to do fairly well. No, that's great. Well, thank you, Russell, for a great report. And can- Congratulations to you and the coaches and the young people, boys and girls, student athletes, for the excellent job they represent Apopka on the ball fields hey. and off the ball fields. Roger, one quick thing. I know you got a rush, but I just want to say this, uh, and Brian may have already brought it up or probably will expand on it. Uh, April 25th, we'll be hosting Okoy in baseball, and uh, we're going to be that day. We're going to be retiring former coach Sonny Wise jersey. So just want to start getting that word out to people so we can have a, a nice crowd for that. Thank you. Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, that'll be a huge day for Blue Darter Baseball. Be on uh, April the 25th at Jay Barnes Field. Well, thank you, Russell. Russell Wombles, athletic director for the Blue Darters. And Brian, here in a moment or two before we have before break, um, you know, you want to just pick up and expand on what 
what Russell just shared with us about retiring Sonny Wise's jersey? You know, I'm, I'm glad they've got around to it. Um, I think it's very important. He's got over 600 wins uh, when he re- retired. Uh, he retired, I believe, as the winningest uh, coach in high school baseball coach in Central Florida. Um, just the number of consistent years, again, as I said earlier, what people don't understand, man, it, it's you can get a good team and be good one time. Sonny Wise had 28 years, 27, 28, 29 years of well above 500 teams. And to do that, um, it just shows the extraordinary amount of work that he put in, the talented players, the youth programs and coaches who helped them prepare for that. Uh, really a community win, but it was all under the leadership of Sonny Wise. And um, to, to win that many baseball games at one high school is an incredible feat. And, again, that's going to be April the 25th at Jay Barnes Field, and we look forward to seeing you out there. That'll be a huge day for a Popka Blue Darter baseball. In fact, yeah, every uh, Blue Darter needs to come out for that. In fact, uh, once again, my father was the one that hired Sonny Wise as the coach, yep. and, uh, you know, he did a pretty decent job of hiring coaches over the years. Uh, Chip Gerke. Apparently. Uh, yeah, number of, coach Joe Sterling. <laughs> he had know, an eye for coaches. He done. That's just a, uh, the name of few. But we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to join you from Porky's Original Barbecue Apopka with Brian King of Orlando Baseball Academy. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. It's a beautiful day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're joined by Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy, of course, also multi-generation Blue Darter, former assistant baseball coach and assistant football coach at Apopka. And also Joe Ferraro is here, of course. And, you know, Joe and Brian, when we started the show, we were out here on the porch by ourselves. Now we're, uh, it's, a, it's a crowded, we got a crowded venue here. It is crowded for lunch here today. So I guess uh, we're not the only ones who know that Porky's Original Barbecue and Apopka is, a, is the place to get your weekend started off right. The and, official place, actually. And you can't beat the weather. You really can't. Oh, the weather's beautiful. Well, Brian, you, you've always got great things going on at Orlando Baseball Academy, which you know I do want to point out is now located in Apopka at Cooper CPS Sportsplex. But what's on the agenda and the horizon for you at Orlando Baseball Academy right now? Well, we're uh, preparing for a fun summer. Uh, we'll have uh, teams from the ages of 9 through 17 playing. The 17U team is going to do something a little different uh, this year. Instead of playing in any of the major uh, events, uh, we're going to play nine weekend series, uh, four-game series, a single-game Friday night, a doubleheader Saturday, and a single-game Sunday on college campuses. So we're very fortunate we're going to get to play at uh, University of Jacksonville, uh, University of North Florida, uh, Florida Gulf Coast, uh, University of South Florida. Uh, we're going to play at Chipola. We're going to play at Lenora Ryan in Hickory, North Carolina. We're going to play at um, Mercer in Macon, Georgia. And we're going to play at um, uh, Carson Newman. Uh, in Tennessee. So we're looking forward to those fun things. We'll have seven weeks of youth camp from ages uh, 5 to 14. They're at the CPS Sportsplex. Um, our, uh, our new hire, Kevin Detola is working on an open house at CPS for uh, Friday, May the 11th. 
uh, where we want hope people will get out and come in and see. There's still so many people that come into our building there at CPS for gymnastics, for basketball, for everything that's in the building. Says, hey, you know what? We didn't realize what was here and how beautiful it is. So we're hoping that we'll really be able to promote that for everything that's in the building. And um, then to this weekend, another popular kid, although it's um, from Wekaiba, uh, Logan Gilbert will be pitching at uh, Stetson. I'll be umpiring that this weekend. So get a chance to see Logan pitch. Logan will have a chance to uh, be a very high draft pick in the draft coming up this year. So there's uh, lots, of, lots of good stuff going on in OBA. Yeah, there always is. And it's always great to have you here to share with us about it. And, of course, one of the you do a lot of great things at Orlando Baseball Academy. But one of the great things you do is you really help high school ball players get an opportunity to play at the next level, at the college level. And as we talked about before, it's a whole process that's uh, you know, kind of an intricate process. But you uh, do a great job of guiding the youngsters down that path and directing them and giving them wonderful advice. And you got a, a great uh, roster of alumni that have played college ball. We, we do. And it, it's, it's very exciting uh, for me to personally help people reach their goals. Uh, you know, that's kind of what I started OBA for back in the beginning, and uh, we've been very successful at helping kids um, find the avenues to reach their goals. We appreciate the work, great work you do at Orlando Baseball Academy, which I emphasize is located in Apopka now at CPS Sportsplex. Well, Brian, Joe, it's been great to be with you today. It's a great day at Apopka. We want to, listen, friends, we want to encourage you to, when we sign off, we're going to be up here at Porky's. We invite you to come up and join us and get your weekend started off just right. Brian, great, great to see you. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. And, again, don't forget about the uh, retirement of Sunny Wise of Jersey on the uh, 25th. And also doubleheader at Jay Barnes Field today versus Wekaiba starts at 4 p.m. Look forward to seeing you out there to support Blue Darter Baseball. Have a great It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com